You are listening to 45 to 33 Inside the Music. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Anthony, and this is the podcast that's dedicated to the music, trivia, my thoughts on various songs and bands, and other musical insights. To the best of my memory and research, I believe this information I share with you is correct. Some of this material are part of my memories that I've stored up for more than 50 years, while others have been found in books, album covers, jackets, and liner notes, also including the band's own website and in various other websites. Before we get started, here are just a few musical trivia questions for you. Get paper and pencil and see how much you actually know about music. Now, before you hear the questions, no cheating, no using Google, and no asking a friend. Don't worry, I'll give you the answers at the end of the show. So let's dive into it. Question number one. Who was Andrew Ridgely's partner in the group Wham? In 1987, the singer, blank, Trent Darby, had a hit with If You Let Me Stay. So fill in the blank. What was the artist's first name? Question number three. What controversial band had a hit with the song Relax? As the song goes, video did kill the radio star. Perhaps that is true. With the birth of talking motion pictures and television, radio had to fight for its hold on listeners. Radio brought people together when there were few options for entertainment. Families could sit and visualize what was happening in stories. The horror show was made that much better with your imagination. I mean, who else knew better what to frighten you with but you? Children could lie on the carpet and dream of million stories of their own. Some would act them out with the neighborhood kids in their backyards. Maybe take up a stick and become a knight protecting the realm. A large box became a fort or a clubhouse. Still others could only dream of being an astronaut and touching the skies. Radio gave a bored housewife thoughts and dreams through the eyes of her heroine, of lovers lost and won a thousand times, to wait so patiently for the next day and another episode of her favorite serial. Fathers would race home just in time to listen to their favorite western, drama, or mystery. They could close their eyes and go back to a time when they themselves were kids. They could remember the days of dreaming about being that dashing man who saves the day or solves that crime. The radio, the centerpiece of every home, would soon be replaced by cinema and television. Radio got relegated to gathering dust in some corner of the room. Now, the only light in rooms was the glow of the television. But radio would make its rebound as new songs and styles swept the land. Those old and new tunes fought for their space in this new medium. With the advent of family cars came the radio that could travel with you on the road. The radio would keep you informed on the news and the weather as you drove. The lyrics and songs influenced everything from the type of car to buy to products to purchase. Due to the lack of television programming and poor reception, radio would still fill the void. Music took a huge turn when classical music was taken over by sounds of big bands, then ragtime, and onto the livelier tones of swing. In every generation, there would always be that struggle between parents and children as to what was considered music or just cacophony. So the music had to change and evolve. The new music of every era was usually accepted by the young, with their elders being dragged along. Most music stirred the hearts and moods of everyone. 
The foundations were built by free-thinking youth. This meant music would have fewer boundaries. The birth of jazz music gave expression to American Negroes' population to have their own music. The music that had been hidden in dark clubs or poorer neighborhoods. In many states, this same music was banned from popular radio stations. This was to lead to the advent of colored radio only. As with everything, jazz would influence other genres like early jazz and blues. Blues were mostly old spiritual songs that depicted the struggles and hardships. Many believed that from these genres was something else, something new. That something new was what disc jockey Alan Freed coined the phrase, rock and roll. The new genre was outright condemned by parents, church, and state. They feared that this sort of music would only corrupt the younger generation. This sound once more brought the ire of the older generation. It was bad enough that it was being heard in cars, but also came into their homes. Parents found themselves fighting a losing battle. This music was here to stay. The new sound was finding its way onto television as background music or shows promoting it. As a growing demographic, teens were dictating what was on the airwaves. The American teen changed all the styles and attitudes of the day. No longer kept in the shadows, it prevailed. With these new sounds readily available to the teens, they were allowed to express themselves with their clothing, haircuts, and even speech. Most of the various shapes and sizes were a sign of things to come. The old Victrola was replaced by the home stereo player, altering album speeds from 72 RPM to 33 and a third RPM. Later, for those of us who could not afford an album or only liked one song, we were able to purchase a smaller 45 RPM, which held two songs. As with any media, it would evolve into various formats. It would go from reel-to-reel -reel tapes to 8-track tapes and eventually cassette tapes from the mini disc to the better quality compact disc. Some preferred listening to their cassettes privately on their traveling Walkman with earphones and later instead of getting smaller devices grew larger in the form of the boombox. It would be eventually dubbed the ghetto blaster in the streets. This player allowed you to share your music with anyone within earshot whether they wanted to hear it or not. Even with all these vast changes, the important part was always about the music in all its glorious sounds and instruments. So thank you, Radio, for the sounds that filled the entire world. Well, here are the answers to the questions I asked earlier. Question number one. Who was Andrew Ridgely's partner in the group Wham? George Michael. In 1987, the singer, blank, Trent Darby, had a hit with If You Let Me Stay. So fill in the blank, what was the artist's first name? Terrence. Question number three. What controversial band had a hit with the song Relax? Frankie Goes to Hollywood. I thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show and perhaps even learned something. Now, don't forget to subscribe to the show and share it with your family and friends. So join me again as I explore more of the music on 45 to 33 Inside the Music. Our music is provided by David O'Hearn, the guy I like to call the hardest working man in music. Now remember, when there is nothing else, there is always music. <laughs>